This is a podcast, and now the Gentleman's Review get themselves into a scrape in a new adventure. Grab the arms of your chair or bite the pillow for the talons of time. The Gentleman's Review. It's episode 26 of The Gentleman's Review, which is also coincidentally our first anniversary. Jesus, is that all? Feels like a fucking century. Well, to be fair, we have spent almost 26 hours stuck in a room with Martin stuttering and stumbling over his words. Which in dog years is pretty much a century. I'm trying. Yes, yes, you are, Martin. You're always trying. Thank you, Lisa. Hang on, was that an insult? Yes, Martin, yes, it was. In which case, I won't let you use my special first anniversary gadget. Mm. Get Mr. Gadget Show. Whip it out, then. How about the gadget? <laughs> hey, madam. Get on with it. Okay, here it is. Christ, have you been shopping at Lizzie Duke again? Certainly not. This, my dear chums, is what is known as in the trade as a time bangle. <laughs> you really are a twat. No, really it is. I nicked it from a dead alien type bloke. Eh? What the Dead alien. Mm, what else was it? You know that bit of waste ground next to the punchable nun? Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't there. It was the alley at the other side of the road. Yeah. What did it look like? You know alien. Just alien. Anyway, welcome to this week's gentleman. Where is it now? In the sofa. Uh, so what's everybody been doing what, this... This sofa? No, Barry McGuigan's sofa. Well, can we see it? Why do we have to? Can't we just get on with a podcast? Alien! Oh, for fuck's sakes. Stand up. Lift up the cushions. Oh, God, that is disgusting. <coughs> Mind the microphones. <coughs> oh, shit, bollocks. Don't move, I'll get a mop. Hmm, hang on a second. <coughs> Come on, Dill. That's a good boy. <coughs> Eat up the tomsick. Who's a lovely, oh, snuggly Martin, woodly? Martin, stop it! Dilly, don't you dare! All right, I'll get the bucket. I'm not happy. Put the cushions back. Jesus, Tom, it's bleached the carpet. Ah, uh, that'll be my special whiskey. What's so special about it? It's special because it's not whiskey at all. What is it then? Silly bang. Right, can we get on with this potty? <coughs> so anyway, the time bangle. Can we call it something else? Bangle sounds a bit chaffy. What do you suggest? Vortex manipulator? Mm, that's a bit Doctor Who. Don't want to get into the shit of a copyright. Anyway, it doesn't manipulate a vortex. It emits a high-density pulse of tachyons which accelerates the molecules of anybody linked to the device to beyond the speed of light. Then it calculates the correct jumping-off point in space-time to reintegrate those molecules at coordinates entered into this special control panel sort of thing. Hang on. If this is all alien, how do you know how it works? Well, a sofa bloke was carrying this handy user manual. I've only read the quick start bit, but it's very good. Ooh, ooh give a look. Yeah. Oh, how about temporal wave acceleration trumpet? Sounds good to me. Granted, it's particle-driven, but it does make a good acronym. Twat it is, then. But it's got a name. It says on the front of the instruction manual. Not interested. Twat it is, and twat it stays. God. What? Have you seen the back page of this manual? I may have done. Why? It says, printed by John Hargreaves and Sons, Bath, April 3257. He was human. Well, he was a bit human. I must admit, I thought he looked quite alien. He's not got a head which is quite alien. You've got to admit, that's alien. You must have lost it in the accident. Why are you talking like a Last of a Summer Wine character? I'm just trying to blend in. It's all a bit northern in here. Well, it sort of had a head when I found it, but it wouldn't fit in the sofa, so I just kind of cut it off. Yeah. You really are a... Well, I know where my twad of the week's going to be. <laughs> He's still going to lose, though. <laughs> right, shall we see what this thing could do? Uh, I'll put some years in a hat if somebody would like to pull one out. Lisa can do it. I'm annoyed. Okay, but I've got a bad feeling about this. Dilly, put that pit of carrot down. Here we go. It says 1888. Hmm, should be a quiet one then. So I need to just press the red button, then enter the month. September should do it. Uh, Then the year 1888. Uh, We're not going now. Yeah, you can fuck off. I've got the best part of a bottle of whiskey here. Well, not to mention that. We're in the middle of a podcast. Well, that's a clever bit. The twat has a kind of black box recorder built in. It will record everything we say and anybody near us. Uh, And you'll need these, by the way. Uh, Just stick them at the top of your spine under the hairline. I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, nor do I. It sounds a bit like the Matrix to me. Not the good Matrix, the shit ones. For fuck's sake, they're nothing to worry about. They're just 
well, they act as a remote link to the device. It stops your molecules getting all scrambled and stuff. Mm, just the quick start guide, eh? It's very good. All right, but if I end up with a pair of tits, I'll... Well, actually... Don't <laughs> even think about it. Sorry. Right, charging tachyon emitters, activating temporal jump in. Uh, what are you doing? You, we can't go now. Too late. Oh, just a sec, I need a piss. Be quick, I can't stop it. Tom! Brace yourselves! Yeah, I seem to be. Right then, where's the cheap prizes and gin at? <laughs> Let's get orientated first. Oh, Tom, you're still pissing. Ew. Oh, so I am. Well? What? We're in public? Oh, right. Just a sec. That's <laughs> got it. You finished now? Nope. Nope, still a bit more. Mm, there. Good. At least you look terrible. <laughs> it was like a big crushed. <laughs> oh, calm down, calm down. You're wearing a corset. Take shallower breaths. That's better. When I say better, I mean, oh. You see, folks, the machine has kitted us all out in period dress. <laughs> <laughs> you said. It has also given us an identity so that we may fit in. It's usually in a pocket or bag. Ah, here's mine. I'm Sir Robert Bridges, a confirmed bachelor. <laughs> I have an independent income and live at Strider Manor in Norwood. Yeah. Well, I seem to be Lord Farrington. <laughs> In your face, Wolfman. Yeah. I'll rank you. You are my bitch. Um, and I live at 111 Park Lane and have a country estate in Surrey. Tom? Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm Dr John Smith. I'm a geologist, apparently. Oh, and a criminologist. And I also have an independent income. And live at... Oh, you're joking. What? Well, uh, 223 Baker Street. Brilliant. <laughs> well, I'm Lady Eleanor Farrington, widow of Lord Frederick Farrington and his brother. Mm, kinky. Shut up. And I live at 113 Park Lane. Oh, that's next door to me. So it is. Right, so we're all accounted for. Where's Dill? Uh, still at mine, probably eating my shoes. Don't worry, we'll be back at the same time we're left, so you won't notice a... Th- <laughs> Uh, how? I thought we all needed to be all matrixed up. So did I. Hang on. Why? What are you doing? Uh, I'm just running the trace program on the twat. Your tags should start beeping. Touch them and they'll stop. Okay. Right, mine's off. Yeah, mine. Yeah, that's mine. Uh, yeah, same here. I can still hear one. Where's it coming from? Oh, I see. Yep, he's eating it. Dear, you stupid dog. That's not the half of it. Somebody's going to have to retrieve that when it's passed through him. Yeah, well, he's your dog, Lisa. Thanks, baby. Thanks a lot. I thought, what's this in his collar? My deductive powers tell me that it's a piece of paper. Oh, getting into character. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> he steals identity. The what? Yep. His name is Dillington Picklesworth III. He belonged to the late Phineas Picklesworth, an American millionaire who lived at Chesil Hall in Sussex and 16 Barclay Square. Apparently he left his entire fortune to <laughs> Dill. <laughs> All been outdone by the dog. Losers. Oh, I like this twat. Hmm, just one more question. Why are we in London? Hmm, not sure. It actually seems to concentrate on major cities. By rights, it should have chosen Leeds or Manchester. Just have a look. That's brought us here. Uh, never mind, I can't think of anywhere better to be in this day and age. So what now, then? Well, I say we go to the pub. Hold on a minute, though. What are we going to do for cash? Check your pockets. Hmm, what? Pine? Back in town. Ooh, a shitload of sovereigns and a pocketbook full of five pound notes. I'm loaded. Hey, I've got loads of brass too. Get the fuck in. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm off. Hang on, shouldn't we check out our houses first? Mmm, go on then. Good idea. Now, uh, how do we get a cab in this town? Ah, oh, there's a helpful looking chap over there. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. 
Yes, sir. Cool, blimey. Up the apples and pears and into Uncle Fred and stone me if it ain't a gent and no mistake. Cockles and mussels. Jelly deals. Family. You always go to our family. I can't understand a word he's saying. Let me handle it. I speak fluent, Cockney. He's all yours. Right, oiky. Ow! What did you do that for? Just getting your attention. Now, do you know where we can get a couple of cabs? Over there. Ow, that really hurt. I've got a wife and two thieving kids to look after, you know. Cockney doesn't pay so well to have a gentleman lay his head to put my purse at me, 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 poor me, have I all punched up? Wah, wah, wah. Shall we get out of here? The game's afoot. Suits you. Thanks. Right, Lisa and Andy, you can get that cab, uh, me and Tom the other. Shall we head to Norwood first? Fine by me. You guys can head to, well, wherever you want. I'm not the boss of us all. Ooh, come for seats, these cabs. Uh, shall we meet back here at the same time tomorrow? Right, so. Right, let's get out of here. Uh, cabby, Norwood. Ooh, can I say it? Go on, then. Whip up, cabby. Right, hop in. Hop in? This is the age of chivalry and good manners. A gentleman would assist me into the carriage. Oh, right. Here you go. Ow! It's not exactly the way I would have chosen. Why? What was wrong with that? Well, I would have preferred that you gently held my hand and assisted me up the steps, not grabbed me by my tits and lifted me up. <laughs> I enjoyed that more. And you call yourself a journalistic fan. That's Regency. What? Yeah, you can't ride with that mangy mutt. That mangy mutt happens to be Lord Farrington. Oh, begging your pardon, miss, when I was talking about the hound. That's okay. Here's some sovereigns to make it better, and it's your ladyship, not miss. Sorry, your ladyship. And what's okay? Never mind. Park Lane, driver. Whip up, cabby. What? That's a bloke thing. So, this is it then? Yes, sir. It's magnificent. Indeed it is, sir. I've often heard folk talking of it. Really big. Very, sir. Nice. Are we just going to sit here talking about the damn thing, or should we actually go inside? Yes, uh, sorry I wasn't expecting such a large one. Uh, thanks, Cubby. Uh, I'd better go first. Yeah, where are you going? That'll be a floin. I'm a pan for a gander at me cock. Sorry, uh, you pain, will you? I've only got notes. Fucking hell. Here. Thank you, sir. Now, fuck off, cabby. Swat. Right, here goes. What are you knocking for? You live here. Yeah, but a gentleman never opens his own front door. Where'd you get that from? I think it was on QI or something. Probably right then. Hello, master. Hello, young man. Here's a surprise. Please come in, sir. You look tired, sir. Shall I prepare a hot bath and warm bed for you in readiness? No. No, you're quite all right. I'm just popping home with my friend here, Dr. Smith. (laughs) Friend? Oh, I see. Shall I prepare two baths and call her sheaf? No, that will be fine. Anyway, it's only one o'clock in the afternoon. Why would I want a bath and my bed warming? <laughs> well, sir, you usually like to uh, in the afternoon. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, not, not just now. Perhaps later, though, if you're up for it. For oh, fuck's sake. Yes, to business. Uh, first of all, will you introduce yourself to Dr. Smith? Sir? Humour me, lad. Dr. Smith. My name is Xiao Chen. I'm Sir John's special valet. Nice to uh, meet you, Xiao. Right, Xiao. Oh, God. Uh, I shall need a change of clothes, a pipe in my studio with my chum here. Uh, do you have... Sorry, I mean, do I have any whiskey or brandy? Yes, sir. Well, I'll take a decanter of each and two large glasses. Hey. So the study is this way? No, sir. That door. There is brandy and whiskey on the table. Ah, oh, this is the life, eh? Very nice. I must say, though, you really are a predictable fucker in any time period. Hmm? Huh? Booze, Oriental House Boy. Valid. Whatever. Right, where's the whiskey? Here it is. Splendid. Right, I reckon we should neck these and then head to my gaff. I want to see if I've got any gin. Fair dues. Cheers. Cheers. Good afternoon, sir. Madam? Afternoon, uh, thingy. Will you be in for dinner tonight, sir? No, we quite fancy going out this evening. Have you heard of any do's going on? Well, sir, I hear the Fotheringays are having a soiree this evening at their Mayfair residence. Well, that sounds like just the kind of thing my posh ancestors are bound to have been invited to. Mayfair it is, then. What, we need an invitation? Nah, I'll blag away in. Okay. We better wear something smart, then. Let's see what your no-doubt extensive gentleman's wardrobe contains. Right-o. 
Oh, afternoon, sir. Madam. Afternoon, um, Doodah. Afternoon. Who's that? It's probably your upstairs maid. <laughs> so does she <laughs> assist me when I go upstairs, then? Aha, uh-huh, bedroom. Fun thing. Hmm, looking at where we are, this room must be next door to the main bedroom in my house. I could knock her door through, sweetie. <laughs> well, if this really is my house, then that curtain should be hiding. Ta-da! One door for cheeky late-night shenanigans. Yeah, complete with one of those spy hole thingies. Pervert. Oh, you said. Anyway, pervy, I'm off to get changed. I'll see you in my house in a bit. Ah, good work, squat. Thank you, sir. All of them bits of metal as promised. Funny stuff it is. Made my gums bleed. Now my wolf's gone bald. Now where's that lovely reward? Why, here it is. Oh, sir, there's... Well, uh, what is it exactly? They call it a plasma cannon. I picked it up in the mid-23rd century, and it's rather clever. You see, you just point it and... You're done for me, sir! Oh, do shut up. This is my temporarily conjured pad, then. I suppose I've lived in worse. What am I saying? I do live in worse. Uh, come? Morning, sir. Was that yourself I just heard coming in? I suppose so. Out till all hours, no doubt drinking and gambling. It's no way for a respectable young gentleman to behave. Well, that's good to know. Now, assume, please, that I am indeed addled after a long night on the Raz. Remind me, if you could, as to your name and the duties you perform. Just humour me. Judson, sir, your housekeeper. I cook, I clean, and I offer sound Calvinist moral guidance, which for most part seems to go ignored. I see. I don't suppose there are any other servants here? Any young chambermaids, for example? No, sir. Hmm. In that case, I think I'll take breakfast. Bring me every fried meaty item you can find, along with coffee and a copy of the Times. Very good, sir. Bloody hell. I don't think much of this Victorian lark. No telly, no broadband. No maids. And this study looks entirely devoid of porn. Oh, God damn it! the times won't even have a crossword this far back. It's like living in the bloody dark ages. Oh, that's better. God, I needed that. Your lavatory's weird, though. Nearly sucked my arse off. I take it that was your obligatory Scottish housekeeper going down the corridor? What are you pondering on, then? We've been given a unique opportunity to experience the customs and culture of a bygone age. Granted. Uh, did you have any particular aspects in mind? Well, as a criminologist, there's the obvious rum doings down in Whitechapel. But as a geologist, I'm rather interested to see how much beer and sex I can get. Hmm, the latter certainly mirrors my interests as a wealthy Victorian philanthropist. So, we can enjoy everything at once with a trip into the abyss. What? Bloody hell. We'll get a cab to the East End. Good-o. I'll pack the necessaries. Yeah, best rest down, though. Go looking like this and we'll be dead in seconds. Fair point. I'll go break out the scrot togs. He decent. Yep. Shame. Let's be off then. Right then, handsome. (laughs) You. No, sweetie, I'm looking for a cab. Yeah, I knew that. Oi! Now then, cabby, Mayfair, and don't spare the horses. Right you are, sir. Here, you never guess who I had in the back of there the other week. Ah, Billingsgate. Shit, I told you we'd gone too far. Not to worry, we can walk back along the river. Hope you've got your heavy stick. Hey, will when I get to the harlots. Winkles! Muddy Winkles! Crabs! Get your crabs here! Red snapper! Big red snapper! Shit! You should have gone before we came out. There's no McDonald's around here. No, I mean shit, I've forgotten something. What? Johnny's! I can't delve into the soft underbelly without a French letter. I'll just pop back and get some. There's not going to be any at my gaff. No, I mean back to the future. Well, hurry up. I'm not hanging around here. Right and back. What? What? How did you do that? It didn't go anywhere. Ah, oh, I must have set the coordinates a bit too early. Is your hair longer? Hold on, you've got a tan. Went on holiday. What? Bermuda was great. For fuck's sake. What's in the bag? Johnny's and lube. Idiot. Right, let's get going. Man, I'm full of bloody leaving myself. Here we are then, sir, madam. Here you go then, my good man, and keep the change. Why, thank you. Here, this is just a picture of the queen that you'd drawn on a paper hanky with makeup. No need to thank me. Bye-bye. 
Good evening, sir. Madam, do you have your invitation? Uh, um, John said to let you know we were with him. John, madam? Yeah, um, Sir John, um, something, um, you know, tallish chap, top hat, whiskers, dresses a bit Victorian. Not Sir John Willoughby. Yeah, that's the chap. I'm so sorry, I had no idea Sir John was bringing extra guests. Do come in. Oh, I'm afraid, madam, you'll have to let the footman take your dog out to the backyard. The master doesn't allow animals in the house. What? What? I couldn't possibly leave Dilly outside. He doesn't know his way around. He'd get lost. Sorry, madam. Mr. Picklesworth is always welcome here. I was talking about the rough-looking chap with the whiskers. Oi, cop chops. This is a fucking respectable handlebar moustache, you ass. Um, this is, um... This is Mr. Picklesworth's servant. Servant, madam? Servant? Yeah, he's, uh, he's the one that picks up the poo. Oh, of course, madam. Please, go on in. Yeah, fucking lord. Well, this looks nice. I never knew you had such posh ancestors. <laughs> I just made that up so we'd get the cushy half of the adventure. But the law's dramatic contrast. Martin and Tom are probably somewhere really shitty by now. <laughs> nice. Tell you what, though, I'm absolutely starving. I don't know what Martin thought he was doing, setting off the twat before we'd all had lunch. See? This is why I always fill up on tea and bickies. What? On the off chance that we're all whisked off on a historical adventure by a rudely named time machine? Yeah, it was bound to happen Sunday. And I'm not the one with the rumbly tummy, so it's one nil to me. Oh, well, well done you. I'm off to try and blag some food off that footman. You go do some mingling. Alright, oh. Why, hello, dear boy. How do you do? How do you do? Splendidly and as often as possible. William Shaw at your service. Nice to meet you. Andrew Wilson of the Gentleman's Review. That sounds like my kind of publication. Now, I saw you coming in and it got naughty, Willie, wondering. Are you perhaps a scholar of the Greek arts? Ooh, I've never been much good at classics. I mean, uh, do you know Tommy Dodd? Uh, Is he that actor, chappy? Are you a backgammon player, eh? Oh, I'm atrocious at it. I can never figure out the tactics. Rather. Uh, are you keen on naval pursuits? Your bold prow crashing forward and parting the uh, waves? Well, I, I did a bit of dinghy sailing at school, if that's what you're getting at. What I mean to say is, you look quite a go-getter. Are you the kind of thrusting young stag who try to inveigle your way into the inner sanctum of a leading society figure such as myself? <laughs> oh, do you mean, would I like to bum you? I... Yes. Right. Sorry, old thing. I'm flattered and all, but I uh, I don't think the young lady would be too pleased. Oh, dear boy, that, that's quite all right. No need to apologise. Uh, I'm sure I'll see you about. Ta-ta. Oh, nice bloke. Hi, sweetie. Been making friends? Yeah, it seems that way. But, I tell you, this story could be the making of me. Yes, quite. Hello there. What story is that, then? It's these murders over in Whitechapel. Yes. My editor at times have tasked me with investigating them. It's a nasty business and no mistake, but digging around and getting the facts is no problem for me. What I really need is a snappy name for the blighter that's doing them. Ah, well, I'm sure something will come to you. Still, there's been all sorts going on lately. Only last week there was that scandal with the MP getting caught indulging in flagellation with the exotic dancer. Yeah, a sort of whack the stripper (laughs) arrangement then. (laughs) Yes, I suppose so. Talking of unusual happenings, I was chatting to a chap at my club last week, and he was telling me that some of the fellows are taking bets on a fight they're planning on staging between a toddler and a puppy. Well, a puppy's got to be a safe bet there, surely. Oh, I've seen the damage your average toddler can do with one of those little wooden blocks. Nah, I'd back the nipper. Hmm, maybe you're right. Oh, here comes food. Oh, well, don't be too long. We should be heading off in a minute. Okay. Madam, your food is requested. Will you be eating it now, or shall I put it in a hamper for later? Hmm, I have the pork pie and salad now, but pack the kipper. Hang on. That's it, I've got it. What's that, oh boy? The name for the murderer. I can see the beginning of the story now. London is in the grip of terror. Ordinary men, women and prostitutes, scared to leave the safety of their homes, lest they fall afoul of... Stabby Barry! Fuck, Ola. Well, good luck with that. Nice to meet you both, but we should be going. Bye then. Ah, good evening. Let's walk back through the park. Yeah, that'd be nice. Extra. Read all about it. Slum dwellings and violence. High child mortality. Ooh, three newspapers. I have to say, history smells fantastically bad. Yeah, well, keep an eye out for prozzies. How can you tell them from everybody else? 
Well, they tend towards the drunken toothless. Hello, darlings. And they're not very subtle. You looking for a good time? Yes, madam. Uh, perhaps you could direct us to a pub where I might find one? Yeah, what? Don't be such an ass. Look, why don't you wait for me in that place there? On the murderer's arms. And I'll go with this young-ish lady and temporarily supplement her income. Not for I've seen Fortin's up front. Hmm. Look, love, here's half a crown. Just let me know when my time's up. No thanks, I'm fucking loaded. Generous types, these Victorians. Yes, dear. Oh look, someone's left some papers on the bench. Let's read the problem page. Papers? Sweet. We can get the racing results from them and then go forward to our own time and place bets on the result of races that happened in the... Fuck. Tit. What do you want... Uh, have you seen my friend? I sent him in here about ten minutes ago. What's he look like? Mm, I don't know. Tall, lean, Gladstone bag full of Johnny's? Oh, him. He's upstairs. Said he needed accommodating. My lad said he'd help him move his gear into the back room. I see. Hold on. This'll be him. Ah, oh, that's better. Glad to hear it. Two beers, please, landlord. And I'll have the same. Righto, sir. Room to your liking? Not too bad, although I prefer something a little airier. I've lost track of this. Is this still a euphemism? Look, sit down. Come on then, let's go home. I'm dying to get this bloody corset off. <laughs> that stupid man's just dropped his clock. Hey! He didn't so much drop it as throw it at us. And it's not a clock either, it's a bomb! Run! <coughs> no, Dilly, drop it, come back! He's taking it into those bushes! Dill! I need to turn my penny farthing around. Or whatever they do hereabouts. Fine, fine, I'll get another round in. Uh, barman, same again. Right you are, sir. What whiskies do you have? Just the two, sir. The stuff that might send you blind, and the stuff that probably won't. Mm, two of the latter, then. Keep the change. Thank you, sir. I say, your toilets usually make the sound of a island assault and or robbery. Good God! Martin! Jesus, what happened? Somebody jumped me. And not in a good way. He was waiting for me, I swear. And, and what? He's taken the twat! Shit! I've got to get it back. Leave this to me. Quickly, get up. What the hell are you doing with that? My pet hair remover. Haven't you read any Jeffrey Deaver? This is how you collect trace evidence. Now hold still. And what is this meant to achieve? Locat's principle of material exchange. Your assailant will almost certainly have left some sort of gack on you. What? Ah, a hair. He was blonde. I know it was bloody blonde, I was there while it was kicking the shit out of me! Oh, hold on then. I'll check the floor. You do realise that the twat is our only way back home? Of course. Oh, look at this. You found some mud. Mud knocked from under the heel of your attacker. Probably whilst it was booting me in the head. I suggest that a scientific investigation of this mud will reveal to us precisely where a man can be found. To Baker Street! Hooray! After I finish my beer. Well, it would be a shame to waste it. Silly puppy, I've told you before not to take things from strangers. Well, that's all very public information film, have you? But the question remains, who the bollocks just threw a bomb at us? We'll wait to find out. Get him, Dill! Oh, he's nearly on him. Go on! Yay, got him! Ah, bugger, he's got over the park wall. Dilly, hop over the wall. <coughs> Dilly, sick him! That's a nice idea. I think that'd require him, A, to be at least two feet taller, and B, to have opposable thumbs. Picky. Dilly, come. Good boy. Ew, what have you got around your mouth? Oh, is it blood? Did he knack him? No, it's, um... It smells like grease paint. Hmm, how odd. Let's have a look where he went. There we are, all cleaned up. How's the investigation going? Ah, so-so. I've listed the constituent components of our sample. Here. Let's see. Mud, tar, salt water, bits of rope, weevil fragments, boat dust, crane extract. Hmm, it's got me stumped. For fuck's sake. It's probably unwise to try deducing after a heavy drinking session. 
Come. Ah, Mrs. Judson, set the tea down there, would you? Very good, sir. Oh, what's that terrible smell? Oh, I'm sorry about that. It's the mud sample I'm studying. See here. Good gracious. I haven't smelled anything that bad since the last time I was down the docks. Of course. It all fits into place. Give the man a prize. In fact, there's a definite whiff of Pier 15 about it. Hmm. Well, just supposing you're right. That would only narrow down our search to any one of a dozen ships. What's that in the mud, Mrs. Judson? The white thing? Why, it's a trodden in piece of paper, sir. Wait a second. I can just about make out the writing. I owe you two ship's biscuits, signed Gerald Pipeswick, quartermaster of the clipper ship, the 12-inch partridge, out of Liverpool. Oh, I'm really bad at this. Come on, we must hurry and recover the twat. Pier 15, in search of the 12-inch partridge. The game's... Oh, please just don't. Oh, yeah? Look, here's a scrap of paper with a drawing of something on it. I'll take that, sweetie. I've got an art degree. I'm trained in these things. Hmm, not really sure about his juxtaposition of light and dark here. And his figure works really weak. I just don't know what he's trying to say. It's a picture of a stick man throwing a stick bomb at two other stick men. And a stick dog. But he, uh, with the words, dead, ha ha ha, scrolled next to it. It's clearly a commentary on the Shh, angst of... Shush. Come on, hurry! Oh, I'm sorry. It's just that there was a rather cute streetwalker back there. You can boost the local economy later. Right now, we need to find our twat. What exactly is the problem? I mean, fair dues, there's no Victorian telly, but I can think of worse periods to be stranded in. We have a responsibility to prevent the twat being misused. Uh, beside, any massive disruption to the established timeline invalidates the warranty. Hmm. Oh well, here we are then. Pier 15. And there's the 12-inch partridge. What do we do now? Inquire among the populace, I assume. Um, excuse me, sir. Out my way. Charming. Hold on. Oi, you lad. What, me? Yeah, come here. We need to find a geezer what he's muckers with my mate here. Martin, describe the chap. Well, he was tall, blonde hair, rum-looking, dark coat and white trousers. What, Gavner? Mm, allow me. Uh, lanky straw top, uh, dodgy with a dark slitting throat and milky duds. Oh, I've seen him. He works on that boat there. If you hang about long enough, you'll clock him. Excellent. Right, here's a shilling now. Bugger off. OK, we wait. We'd better be out of sight. We can conceal ourselves in one of these two handy businesses. The Salty Seaman's Inn and the crude name removed on legal advice Opium House. I'll take that. I always fancied trying opium. Yes, you always fancied young Oriental men too. Look, stay in there then, I'll be in the pub. Well, you've got to admit, the choice of canvas says something about this. Criminy. Why? What is it? Using a handout for the production of Hamlet makes a stark expression of the artist's ennui and dissatisfaction with the nature of modern society. <sighs> or it gives us a hint of somewhere he's been recently. Yeah, all that. So if it's not going to offend your artistic sensibilities too much, fancy a trip to the theatre. Go on then. What can I get you? Have you any food on? Well, there's a bit of meat in my bed. Oh, I get your meaning, sir. We can do you some rare old grub. Everything caught local. We've got eel pie, eel and mash, fried eels, sautéed floater, and kebab of stillborn pauper with dip. I'll have a beer. Very good, sir. If you don't mind me saying, a gentleman like yourself should be careful in a place like this. Well, it gets a bit rough, does it? Fights every night, sir. Is that why you have the sawdust down? Sawdust, sir? Oh, no, that's just last week's furniture. I see. Quick, come outside. What's up? I found our chap next door. He's getting whacked off his tits on poppy fumes. Shit. There he is, coming out. What are we whispering for? He's obviously stoned out of his brain. I need to follow him. It's rather difficult tailing someone who's moving more slowly than you are. Screw it. Um, screw it then. On the count of three, jump him. I'll grab his arms. You kick him in the pods. One, two. He seems to have passed out. Come on, help me search him. Okay, okay. What have we got here? Watch. Ooh, tobacco money. Ooh, I'll have them. Ha <laughs> ha, look at this. It's a theatre bill. Let's have a look. The Lyceum Theatre presents The Magnificent Mercurio, Ernie the Winkleman, Lucy and Olivia Larynx, and many more. Best show in London. What of it? It has written on the back my name, the address of the murderer's arms, Whitechapel, the sum of one pound and six shillings, and the words bring old possessions here. I think this chap's got munted on his recent earnings. A hired thief. Which means we're off to the theatre? Precisely. Well, I hope it has a bar.
So what exactly made you think that just following your natural sense of direction would be a good way of finding the theatre? Well, I don't know why it didn't work. This has never happened to me before. I must be tired. Yes, dear. Look, there's a policeman. Go ask him where it is. We don't need to ask for directions. Typical man. Excuse me, constable. Uh, Good evening, madam. How can I help you? We're looking for the Lyceum Theatre. Do you know the way? Certainly, madam. Uh, You go straight down this road here. Yeah. And turn right at the shop at the end. (laughs) The pork butchers. No, sir, the haberdashers. Uh, you go down there and then third right. Right. And you should go past the pub on your left. Would that be the pig and whistle? <clears throat> no, sir, the, the pauper and bubo. And then at the bottom, it's the road, it's two o'clock. Okay. I say, your dog's rather uh, friendly, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's very fond of bacon. Ah, uh, that'll be the boiled lamb that my wife put in my sarnies today. Anyway, over the bridge, stay on that road for about three miles and it's right in front of you. Lovely, thank you, Constable. Glad to be of assistance, madam. Did you get all that, then? Yeah, fuck that. Shall we get a cab? Yeah. Although I don't think I've got anything small enough that it wouldn't give your average cabbie a coronary. No, no worries. I can always draw as a ten-bob note. Ten-bob? That's a bit generous. Well, I probably want a tip. And I'll tell you what the answer is. Castration. Here, aren't you the two that ripped me off earlier? Uh, no. No, no, that's not us. You must be mistaking us for some other aristocrats. Yeah, get out, the pair of you. Stroppy git. Oh, well, I think we're nearly there now. Fuck all that. Is that who I think it is? Christ on a bike, I think it is. How the fuck did Judy Dench get here? It's Queen Victoria, you knob. Um, I suppose the bull-necked chap with the dark monocle and suspicious bulge in his frock coat should have been a giveaway. Your Majesty, how unexpected to see you here. Ah, Lady Farrington, Lord Farrington, how nice to see you. Yes, you were taking in a performance of Hamlet, but it is rather miserable, so we thought we'd have a stroll around and laugh at the poor. (laughs) Oh, you are one, your Madge. Yes, aren't we? I saw a wretched little man begging a little way back who only had one leg. I laughed so hard, a little bit of wee came out. (laughs) Oh, dear. The next one we find, Smithers, you'll have to whip off both of his legs. That'll be a bloody scream! Yes, ma'am. I've got to say, though, you are my fave monarch. You dump all over Leopold II of Belgium. That wanker! Yeah, and that whole Empress of India thing rocks. Yeah. Oh, you... <laughs> Behold, the Lyceum Theatre. A bit dramatic. Well, it is a theatre. Right, how do we get in? Uh, round the back, eh? Yeah, definitely round the back. Jesus, it's almost the tradesman's entrance with you. There is an easier way. Ah, got you. Up the drain pipe and through a skylight. Easier even than that. Over here, you ass. Oh, that is a good idea. Two tickets for Hamlet, please. Stall or circle? Stalls, please. Would you have anything in row E? Yes, sir. Very good. Why row E? Elementary, my dear Wolfenden. And? This way. This way. <laughs> Right, this is the row. Excuse me. Sorry, madam. Terribly sorry, sir. Aha! Oh, is that an envelope? No, it's a fucking diamond tiara. Will you sit down? I was only asking, and you can fuck off. Well, I've never been so insulted. Really, well, you're a cunt, too. Shut up. Come on, let's get out of here. Where? The bath. Yay! Excuse me. Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. Sorry. Ow. Ow. Performance begins in five minutes. Take your seats, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, boy. Where's the bar? Up the stairs on the left, sir. You're best off in there anyway. Mr Garlic's one over the eight, so we won't give him much of a performance tonight. Play starting immediately, ladies and gentlemen. Take your seats. Well, who'd have thought it, Queen Victoria? Yeah, a bit of a turn-up. And at long bloody last, here's the theatre. And by the looks of it, the performance has started, so it should be quiet enough for us to sneak in. Go on. Shush, Dilly. So where do you think we should start looking? Now, this place is bound to have a cellar. We'll have a nose around and try to find a way down. Here we go. This maintenance only door looks promising. Yay! Hmm. I like what they've done with the place. Very, uh, dank. Yeah, dead end, though. Oh, well. Should we go and find the bar, then? No, we will keep on looking. Yes, dear. Ooh, what have you found, Dill? Give us a hand pushing that old locker out of the way. Ooh, secret passage. Dill, wait! Quick, get after him. Dilly! Careful! Ah! Dill! Bloody hell, I can't even see the bomb and Dill's fallen in! 
or he was pushed. Oh, that's better. Yes. I was surprised they could rustle up a pina colada. Right then, let's see what's on this envelope. Hmm. It's just a piece of paper inside. Any writing? Yeah, it says... Oof! Funny thing for it to say. Oh, he's gone. Let's have a look. Hmm, it's nice quality. Watermark says Regency. Oh, and there's some writing on one side. It's quite faintly written in pencil. I can just make it out. It says... Oof! Message for Sir Robert Bridge and Dr Smith. Oh, they've gone. Free drinks. Yay! Wake up, you oaf. Wake up. No, not again, Stephen. I'm sore. For fuck's sake, where's that water? What are you doing? Get up. We're in trouble. What trouble? Where are we? Well, judging from the stone, I'd say we're underneath the theatre. Probably in an old storeroom. You're getting the hang of this. Well, rocks on my forte. Right then, how do we get out? Ah, that door looks rickety. A quick run up should get it open. I wouldn't. I've already tried that. There's a brick wall behind it. Oh, Bucky, you could have said. I did try. Well, if the door is bricked up and there are no windows, how the hell did we get in here? Exactly what I was thinking five minutes before I threw water over you. And? Look down. No. Why not? You do that thing with a finger. The what? You know, I look down and you stick your finger in my face. I can only conclude from the discourse which has just taken place that you're suffering from concussion. Just look at the floor. No. Look at the damn floor. All right. There's no need to shout. Looking at the floor. All my eyes on the floor. Oh, look. It's all floor in that. What exactly am I looking at? The metal ring next to your left foot. Oh, yes. Give me a hand with it. Pull! Ooh! There's our way out. It's dark. Lucky, I always keep an emergency torch for such an occasion. That looks like a bottle of whiskey. That's exactly what it is. And I tear off a piece of your shirt tail because I need a wick. No! Martin! Okay. Right now, I just need to find a match. Uh, ha! There's one in my ticket pocket. That's better. Aha! There's a ladder. Right, down we go. Oh, great. Watch that step. (laughs) Bollocks! Yes, that step. Well, if you'd stop waving the whiskey candle around, I'd be able to see. I've got to keep it moving or it'll go out. This way. How do you know? There's a sign. What does it say? It says this way. Oh. Come on. Quick, hide! Where? Just flatten yourself against the wall. It always works in Doctor Who. She kicked the back doors in while she was asleep. She was not amused. Shh! What? Over there, there's a couple of blokes flattened against the wall. Yeah, probably Doctor Who fans. In 1888? Meh. Hello? What are you doing? It's better than standing around pretending they're not here. Oi, flat blokes, over here. Andy? Tom, what are you doing, you scoper? Hiding. I thought you were the baddies. No, just us. Where's Martin? Hello. What brings you here? A keen intellect, unsurpassed deductive skills, and this piece of paper which says the Lyceum Theatre. Following that, a bang on the head and a convenient secret passage. You know, the usual. Well, we were in the park and someone threw a bomb at us. So we thought, well, this needs investigating. So obviously after all that, we got the train straight out to Surrey for a bit of a look round. Eventually we found a way out of the haunted house, but by that point... Neither of us been fluent in Sandar, we were a little bit stumped, so... Then we found this handbill for a production of Hamlet at this very theatre. <laughs> and he abused a policeman, and we met the Queen! Clever. Thanks. Hang on. It's only been about six hours since we last saw you. When the fuck did you fit all that in? Um... Told you they wouldn't go for it. And meeting the Queen? Oh, You're we... right. Well, while you've been asking around, I've deduced where we are to go next. You see, some of us possess an intellect so great we can do that. So the sign saying, this way, had nothing to do with it. Fucking bastarding shit. <laughs> Put your back into it. I'm trying, it's rather... Oof! Are you okay? Yes, the jutty rocky floor broke my fall. This is magnificent. The cavern made entirely hornfells. It's huge. My god, look at that machine, it's remarkable. Such beautiful craftsmanship. Glad you like it. It's been my life's work. Hello? You! Who? Him! He's the guy that tried to blow us up! Yes, I'm sorry about that, but I really needed to get hold of your time device. Well, you got it. Ah, yes, Mr. Wolfenden, is it not? I do apologise for having you grovelled while you were enjoying a chew off my boy, but you were at your most vulnerable. 
could have at least let me finish. <laughs> You're probably right. Well, it's been fascinating following your movements, seeing you grapple with all the little puzzles I've set you. In fact, I've been able to track your movements from the moment the device came into my possession. I'm just amazed that you didn't remove your tags. Um, bollocks. Arses. Never mind, let me introduce myself. I'm Taddeus Blunt, and this is my plasma cannon. Please huddle together. It makes it easier to keep an eye on you. We're all very pleased to meet you, Mr. Blunt. We don't want to impose ourselves on your hospitality any longer, so if you would let us have our time to slip back and let us continue on our journey, we'd be very grateful. I'm afraid your journey is now at an end, both figuratively and actually. However, you have chosen an excellent moment to grace me with your company. In fact, you have arrived at the culmination of my life's work. You see, the machine which you are so admiring is my time machine. What? We didn't have time travel in Victorian England. Ah, Miss Goddard, you are quite wrong. The ability to travel through time has always been within the grasp of humanity. However, it required a man of extreme intellect and the knowledge of the ancients to make it a reality. I am that man. I have studied the carvings of the ancient Mayans and have followed them to the pictogram. With the use of radioactive metal and machinery recovered from the spacecraft, which materialized too soon and made this cavern, I was able to construct my machine. Just uh, skipping off topic here. Why did you need our time machine if you've already got one? My machine is unstable, as the navigation circuit was damaged in the accident. I needed your machine to stabilize it. Amusingly, I got more than I bargained for when I studied your machine. The hidden functions are particularly interesting. Why then, when you got the twat, did you still try to kill us? <laughs> I wasn't trying to kill you. I was trying to kill your dog. Dill? How would anyone want to kill him? He was sweet and lovely. What harm did he do you? Harm? I'll tell you what harm. Six years I spent. Six years on my knees in front of an old man. Six years degrading myself in every possible way, so that when he finally expired, I could collect his fortune and finish my machine. Me, the greatest scholar of ancient history this country has ever seen, reduced to gobbling an old man for a few pounds. Thanks for that. It still doesn't explain why Dill fits into all this. Allow me to elucidate. Two days ago, whilst testing my machine, I detected a tachyon spike. I shut the machine down, I thought nothing of it. There are time agents appearing every day trying to track down the spacecraft. Then I went to my bank. I needed to withdraw some money to buy a shiny handle to help compensate for the machine's faulty navigation circuit. You see, it's a tad hit and miss at the moment. I either end up last Thursday or in the 32nd century. Get on with it. Very well. On reaching the bank, I discovered my account empty. You see, your device had rewritten history, but my machine had protected me from the change. I discovered that I had been usurped in the old man's will. The main beneficiary was now Dillington Picklesworth III, a dog. On further investigation, it came to light that should this meddling dog meet its end, then I should still inherit the entire fortune. You bastard! You killed my dog! Yes, I did, but do not grieve. You will be seeing him soon enough. If I see you first... That didn't make any sense. I know, I'm upset. Though before I dispatch you, I will let you witness my final victory. In a moment, I shall join your device with mine, and then I shall be the Lord of Time. A Time Lord, in fact. Uh, copyright. Oh, I'll write a Temple Duke, then. Better. Keep him talking, Andy. I'm going to try and sneak up behind him and grab the toilet. Okay. Anyway, Blunt, what do you call your machine? I call it a chronologically uncoupled and negotiable transporter. Good name. How does it work? It isolates a bubble of temporal energy and allows a person to ride it to any point in space and time. Although I have not tried the space bit yet. Anyway, why do you want to know all this? Oh, I'm just curious. So where do you plan on riding your cunt bubble? Ah! A nice try, Miss Goddard. Please rejoin the men. Bastard twat, I'm gonna rip your fucking throat out. Such ugly words from one so beautiful. Now take these chains and shackle yourself to the floor. Make it quick, I have precious little time. You see, there is a particularly useful solar flare about to hit the upper atmosphere, which I will harness to increase the power of my machine a hundredfold. Jesus, it's all fucking exposition with you. I'm sure you're just making it all up as you go along. Silence! Now witness the birth of a new age. An age of reason where all will pay me homage and where I will be conquers deep in blood. Commencing coupling sequence. Detecting secondary tachyonic signature. Activating temporal coupling. I didn't know you could do that. You should have read the instruction manual, shouldn't you? Where's that whiskey? Down in one. Coupling complete. Activating protocol 46. What the hell's protocol 46? Well, as I'm the only person who's actually read the manual, I'll tell you. Protocol 46 is when the device runs a program which rewrites all history. Who the hell builds a device to do that? And how the fuck do we stop it? 
Well, you can leave me out of it, I'm pissed. And I seem to have a rash on my cock. What are we gonna do? Nothing we can do. These chains are too strong. Damn those strong chains. What? Nothing. Behold the power of time! That whole machine is blowing. Shit, what the fuck are we gonna do? What we need is a miracle. Till! He's alive! What's he doing? He's edging towards the machine. I can feel the power of old time. It will be mine forever. <laughs> steady, Dill. Steady. Careful. He's jumped. He's got the twat. Yes. No, you little bastard. Have a dose of plasma. Oh my god, he's got all inside him. Must have overloaded or something. Where's Dill? There he is. Come on, baby. Go on, boy. Give the trap. Got it. Resetting coordinates. Deactivating protocol 46. Just in the fucking nick of... Is everybody here? Just about. Yep. Although I've got a kind of a hangover. Yes, re-entry can be a bitch. Is that dog chewing a flow regulator from a plasma cannon? <gasps> Who the hell are you? I'm Captain Jay Tarker of the United Temporal Confederacy. I believe that belongs to us. As does the headless corpse in your sofa. All oh, right. Uh, I, well, I can explain everything. No need. I just played back the first part of this recording. Go on. Disintegrate him or something. Hey, I'm not the bad guy. Temporal Collider, please. How did you know it was here? We detected a massive tachyonic implosion in the late 19th century. I don't know what you guys did, but we all owe you a debt of gratitude. We've been tracking Blunt for the last six months. You left quite a mess behind, though. We've cleaned it up, but we had to move the city around a bit. Move the city around? Yes, we changed its location by a few miles and remodeled the river. Nobody will ever know. Impressive. Thanks. Well, if you'll give me a hand to get the seeping corpse of my partner out of here, we can call it a day. Oh, and I think you'll need this. What is it? It's the audio recorder from the Collider. Wow, thanks. No problem. Do you have any bin bags? <laughs> yep, under the sink. Well, that's it for another podcast, so from all of us here at the Gentleman's Review, goodbye! Bye-bye. The Gentleman's Review and the Talons of Time starred Martin Wolfenden, Tom Stringfellow, Andrew Wilson, Lisa Goddard and Dill Goddard. It was written by members of the cast. For more information about this podcast, go to www.thegentlemansreview.com. By the way, how did you disguise the mess? We didn't. We put some random buildings on it, and people just accepted it as part of the city. Good one. Did you give it a name? Yes. We named it after the guy who was in your sofa. Oh, that's nice. What was his name? Jim Croydon. Oh.